Ramble. Some of those shows were as fun as they were, were like exhausting. Oh, oh exhausting. I would go home and not speak. I just had to like go back to my car and just be like, did I just assassinate a squirrel? Mm-hmm. We were all actors. Like we did not know how to be personalities. Like that was so unnatural for me. And then when people started hating on me, I'm like, this is how a normal person acts. I love you guys. Oh my God. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I love you guys? The fires. What the happened? fires um, hit the chipmunk. No, I didn't see a fire hit a chipmunk. The fires right now are around the Reagan Library, though. Apparently, it's on both sides. Whoa. Of the Reagan Library. Yeah. The what library? Like a, Reagan Library. The oh. the um uh, war against drugs library. That's in Simi Valley. Wait, where is Reagan Library? War against drugs. Uh, yeah, fucking... it's it's. I think Seaman oh. Valley, Simi Valley, but I think <laughs> it's all Seaman Valley. It's in the Seaman Valley. Guys, welcome, Noah. What? Whoa, guys. <laughs> this is how I do it. Oh, so I liked crazy. it on accident. Don't lick the pop filter. It's probably like <laughs> red and like spit all over it. Oh my God, then oh, I should lick definitely it lick it. <laughs> <laughs> guys, welcome to another episode of the Smosh cast. It's Courtney Miller hosting today with my favorite babies, Noah Grossman and Olivia Sway. Hello. 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 How are you guys feeling today? Oh, I haven't eaten anything. I've just drank coffee, so I am jacked. Yeah, I feel like you're very paranoid about coffee making you poop, so I feel oh like you're God, very constantly. hesitant with coffee. Yeah, that means that I'm jittery and really, really tight. Oh, oh <laughs> tight in your rectum? Yep. Did you drink coffee when I first knew you? Like, I don't know. No, you like... didn't. You didn't. You were still like 12. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't want to stunt my growth. Is that even real? I feel like I, that's a lie. I don't know. There's a lot of things that they say stunt your growth, so I don't know. That's why I never like had steroids. a backpack. You never what? My mom never bought me a backpack. I used rolling backpacks. Wow. wow. Do you think being made fun of stunted your growth? No, I think ma- being made fun of made me made me strong and made me who I am and have thicker skin. No, I really do think so. Mm-hmm. I think I think people kicking my backpack around and like just like drawing on it and stuff and like making fun of my rolling what? backpack made me now I, that's why I can uh, do what I do now here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. People drew on your backpack. It, they were so mean, and then like they would just always kick in, but oh, rolling back because I because I still had one in high school. <laughs> in did high you school. learn how to move really fast, like outrun? I did the tricks. <laughs> tricks. Please. I was that weirdo. That's actually it. really fun. But honestly, it made me stronger. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was bullied so much. Me too. Were you bullied? No. You were just a really no, nice I guy. I feel like no. you were popular amongst every group. No, I really didn't interact with people. I I was the youngest of, I had two older brothers and I knew some of their friends and like not, not in school, but like outside of school, I would just hang out with them. I really didn't interact with, with people in my grade much. If you were in my class, like great. Other and you're, than that, and you're saying no. your brother's friends like to hang out with you? Well, they would always come over to the house, if that makes sense. So like I didn't go to other people's houses that often. I didn't really mm. invite people over. I was always like, okay, let's get out of school and I'm gonna go back and like play Halo and hang out with mm. older kids. Mm-hmm. Video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That will do it. Mm-hmm. So when was the last time us three did something? Never. Like, together. Did we even have a show with no name where it was us three? I feel yeah, like we did, we did every combo, but yeah, I can't remember. We did so many of those combinations. Yeah, dude. I don't know why that made me think of locks. That's the end of that. Locks? Yeah, combinations. I just... Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there was... When it was the five of us, it took... It was like a lot to get through... Everyone, but yeah, what have you guys been up to? I've been Olivia. I've been watching 
your YouTube videos. I love them. Aww. The 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 content you and Keith are doing with the the worst reviewed restaurants and hotels. I saw the restaurant one. I haven't seen the hotel one yet. Oh my god, the hotel one is yeah. <laughs> I like how you edit it though. Like it's like starts off with like rapid fire, all these crazy reviews, and then going into it. Yeah, it's uh, it's really fun, and making it is not always easy because because <laughs> the thing is like with the restaurant one, you don't want to go to someone's restaurant and just like completely shit on their food because yeah. that's like never the intention. Mm-hmm. So I found a restaurant that wasn't the reviews weren't about the food; it was more about the service. Mm. But then yeah, and uh, we make a commercial for them. Like oh, that's yeah, like that the format. So- it's like dude. with the hotel we make a commercial for them and all that stuff and the next one you guys will see it's with keith it's gonna be really really cool it's gonna be funny <laughs> okay it's gonna be very that's interesting. hilarious that's yeah. dope yeah. thanks for watching of course and then you're killing it with content too you're doing oh, the yeah, IGTV I'm making stuff. mostly yeah, yeah yeah making little stuff with uh me and my friends little little uh challenge videos which i'll have you guys in soon um just getting into the swing of producing those more consistently and just like practicing editing and producing i guess small things yeah dude. Y- you asked what's going on and i slight change of topic but i had a sad thing happen yeah yesterday you said what, what was the sad thing i feel thing? like i gotta share because it'll make me feel better but other people worse hearing it let's hear it so my girlfriend and i were driving down my street mm-hmm. and there's a little ground squirrel in the in the road obviously i was like oh i gotta not hit that so we stopped and it wasn't moving so we were like okay what's going on and then it started moving but its head wasn't normal it was like way crooked <gasps> it was like way crooked <laughs> And it could only move in circles. And it was so sad to watch this thing try to get out of the road. And it could only move in circles. Mm. And the circle would shift very, 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 it took him probably 35 loops in order to like move to the sidewalk. And my girlfriend and I were like, we can't just leave this here. So what do we do? I don't know. So I Googled, I was like, who do I call to help animals? They gave me a phone number. It was like, call this if you live here. And I was like, okay, I pressed six. And they were like, all right, we'll have someone come soon. I labeled it as an emergency. Oh. Someone shows up, this very nice lady. We're like watching this squirrel as it's like not really moving. We had a banana. We gave it a little bit of banana. We tossed it. I was scared it had rabies. But it couldn't move in a straight line. It could only function in circles. It was so strange yeah. to experience. Did it look like its like neck was broken? I don't like, even know. I don't know. Its tail was weirdly flat, so maybe it was hit, but it wasn't like physically like bleeding or anything. Its neck was just so just maybe not it normal. Maybe fell when it was baby or something. Maybe, yeah, but but the the woman showed up and I thought they were going to take it to a shelter. The first thing she said to me was, why did you call me? I got to kill it. I was like, oh, (gasps) my God. I was Uh, like, okay, I'll take it to a shelter. You can just leave. And she's like, no, well, now I got to look at it. And I was like, oh, my God. And she was like, but don't worry. I know a shelter. She'll take anything that can, like, be helped. I was like, okay, maybe this is good. So she calls the person. She catches it with a net. It was so easy to catch. It was kind of (laughs) sad. She put it in in a little thing. And it was sad to watch it, like, try to get out. But it can't. And it can only move in circles. And then she, like, put it on speakerphone so we could hear the conversation. And the woman immediately was like, oh, no, that's, like, a neurological disorder. Like, there's nothing we can do. And she was like, okay, and hung up. And she was like, all right, thanks for calling me. And I just had to, like, go back to my car and just be like, did I just assassinate a squirrel? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Like, is that what happened? I really, with full intent, wanted to help this thing. Apparently because yeah. it was a ground squirrel and not a tree squirrel. It couldn't what go What is somewhere. a ground squirrel? One that doesn't go in a tree. What do they do? They live. Uh, it's a squirrel. It looks. It's a little bigger, tougher hair, I guess. A little more gray. Do they, like, and they live, live in holes. holes oh. I think. Oh, I've never seen that before. Yeah, I, th- I. I always think they're the same, but this one apparently was a like ground a squirrel. Like a gopher. 
It's not a gopher. It's not this little fat thing. It's oh. it's it's definitely a squirrel. But it was so well, sad. You did what you could. You I, know? I, I, I think got he, it I think the squirrel's like happier now. <laughs> yeah. What if he was I don't in know. pain? He was in pain. Or he or she could have been maybe. Severe he could have. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. So but then you know, let's talk about this. Would you rather keep living if you could only be like this, and go in circles? Or would oh. you rather just go to sleep? I mean, I'd rather go like this and still be living. Right, and go in circles. And yeah. that's my crossroads about the fact that oh I called someone to assassinate a squirrel. You didn't assassinate him. I did, someone else did. <laughs> yeah, that's something I did. John Wilkes Booth say. I yeah. was a part of the conspiracy. That's The squirrel said, et tu brute? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember in elementary school, uh, I was on the field during lunch, and I saw a bunch of crows were ganging up on one crow, and this crow just got fucked up. <laughs> and it was on the grass, and I was like, hey, and I chased the other crows away, but this crow like didn't want to go near me, but obviously was clearly injured, and then lunch was over, and they were calling everyone off the field, blowing oh. the whistles, and like they saw me that I wasn't leaving, I was just standing there by the crow. She's the cro- weirdo Oh wait, no, I that's am so weirdo sweet. crow girl. Yeah. And then the yard dude's like, come on! And I was like waving my arms like, no, I'm not going. And I was like, there's a crow here. And they're like, oh, oh, no, a hurt animal. And I was like, yes, I saved this crow's life. And then all of a sudden, two yard duties come up with a trash bag. <gasps> I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. And I just had to run. I was like, I don't want to see what happens here. What? You know, when you just try to play ignorant, like maybe if I yeah, leave here, yeah, uh-huh. that's where it I ends. don't have to know what happened. I yeah. just know what happened. So I guess we both assassinated small yeah. woodland creatures. You got the mob to come after that Speaking crow. Speaking yeah. of assassinating whacked. creatures, mm-hmm. uh, I have not been eating meat. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Not That's at all? awesome. No. When did you stop? Maybe during the summer. I really cut down on uh, meat intake. Damn. But the other thing is that like, I will not order it because I'm, me and Mari had this conversation, but if it's... The, like if other people order it and like we're all sharing and stuff like I'm not gonna be like oh, I'm not gonna eat this you know mm-hmm. like I'll be like okay yeah mm-hmm. cause my mom will like mm-hmm. be cooking in the kitchen for like four hours and I'm not gonna be like mom thank you I hate your food mm. so like in those circumstances I'll eat it but like if I'm out and I'm eating where I, I make this conscious decision not to not to eat it that's nice. awesome yeah. that's really awesome because just like you guys are talking about these like animals and stuff mm-hmm. and I'm just thinking about like yeah. how, how mm-hmm. can you find these animals cute and not find a cow cute because cows are really cute too. no I find cows very cute yeah, yeah. yeah. that's your favorite animals yeah yeah cows and cockapos Cockapos. do you like eat cow oh yeah I do eat cow mm-hmm. no it's it's really what it is it's it, also it's it's really hard to digest red meat mm-hmm. you know um, mm-hmm. for me personally so oh yeah. I'm sure I'm not digesting it yeah you know <laughs> it's just what I'm there. eating <laughs> I definitely need to find alternatives. I'm going to copy yeah. your lifestyle. I avoid dairy like every moment I yeah. can. Last night I did have macaroni and cheese, but it was like I was trying to get a cheap, quick dinner while I was at the grocery store. Yeah. I think it's I think it's it's just becoming more of a normal thing to just like be trying and cutting shit it's out. It's good of your for diet. the environment too, and it's just good for your health and yeah, and you feel better and yeah, I ma- think that's what I'm scared of. Feeling, feeling better, better cuz yeah. you just yeah. And I'm going to have to like really give up this meat. If you're telling me that like Hamburgers are what make me not feel good. Do you eat hamburgers a lot? Oh, my God. I I would say, honest to God, hamburger in some form. Okay, this is what's rough. It's like the average American has like 16 ingredients in over the course of a year. Like, that's the variety of Mm -hmm. ingredients. So on that, I'm definitely hitting 
that All margin. Yeah, probably. Like very few varieties. I think I think I think maybe you can try like not having it as much. <laughs> I don't know. Do you eat a lot of greens? Um, yeah, if I can. Like broccoli and Brussels sprouts and stuff. That's good. If there's like options. I don't like not eat greens. I don't put lettuce on my hamburger, but that's not like mm. gonna save my life. This... Do you put cheese on your hamburger? <laughs> no. Okay, like, good, because cheese like and that. meat is not good for you. Mm. Cheese and meat together? Co- together is not oh, good for that you. Just makes like sense. just like I heard um, you know, like uh, dairy and fruit, like parfaits, are mm-hmm. not very digestible for you either. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either until I went on vacation and um, this person was sitting next to me and Sam and he was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, you know, uh, this place has really bad almond milk. Smokes like, meth. I'm like, don't <laughs> buy it. <laughs> yeah. And then, no, he had a tattoo, and it said, like, Mayor of Malibu. (laughs) Yo, you met the Mayor of Malibu? No, and, like, he was, like, (laughs) a fake one. And he was, like, they have really bad almond milk here. And we're, like, oh, thanks for telling us that. (laughs) And he was, like, yeah, so uh, I told them to uh, just mix some almond butter with water. I'm, like, oh, so that's for almond milk? He's, like, yeah, because their almond milk here is really bad. Where were you sitting? At a restaurant at this hotel. Oh. And he was, like, don't, don't have it. I pictured you guys just sitting at a bus stop. <laughs> okay, your your impersonation makes it sound like he's dying at don't, the point of like, don't go do it, I did. And then I he goes, and he it. continues on. He goes, so are you guys from uh, Southern California? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, hmm, I'm from Malibu. Look at my tattoo. That's sick, and we're like, dude. okay, cool. I'm like, oh, so you're Courtney's dad. <laughs> um, <laughs> my, dad. my dad is like anti-almond milk. He does like he just he drinks he's just old fashioned with food. But your dad is also like out there saving lives, so he can do whatever the fuck yeah. he wants. Yeah. Well, technically he's well. Yeah. So the fires right now. Yeah. Where is are, he? What is he doing? Is he okay? He's, so right now he's out on his knee. He got a knee surgery a couple weeks ago. He's like still recovering, doing physical therapy and stuff. And then once he's done with his knee, I think he's gonna maybe go back a little bit. And then, but he's like retiring this year. What? Wow. No. Yeah. It's been like thirty something years, almost thirty five years. Is he single right now? Um. Yes. Oh. Does he put notches on his helicopter for like every time he dropped water on a fire? <laughs> on like, his personal yeah. helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Are there a lot of That's accidents? 22 down. Are there a lot of accidents in the helicopters? Not very often. I mean, he's told me stories about like how one time there was a really loud bang that like <gasps> hit their helicopter. And like in my mind, I'm like, did someone like shoot at his helicopter? Like where the door got hit with something? Like there's failures with seatbelt buckles or like things like that. Like, like years ago, someone died from like failure of like a harness on a helicopter oh, wait in his helicopter um i don't know if it was his specifically it might have been wait this oh is it, but they fixed those things <laughs> sorry this is not funny no it's why I are mean, you laughing <laughs> because things that are what ridiculous is, make me laugh things that i don't expect it's crazy dude like my dad has hella <laughs> stories i just really imagined your dad with the co-pilot and the co-pilot being like yo my seatbelt isn't working and him just being like what and just making like a hard laugh it's like the 80s movie. and like that's what sent him because you asked was it your dad's plane and there's probably only two people so like it would kind of be her dad is always t- two people <laughs> i think it's like sometimes four. Oh my god because there needs to be someone who goes down would say that say that somebody fell down on a mountain or like there's somebody in the car this this is one of the calls my dad went on so i think they first rescued somebody who their bicycle fell off a trail and so they were down in the mountain so my dad had to go down get her so like basically someone's managing the 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 
rope that goes down while he goes down, grabs this person, wraps them up, brings them back up. And so that person, there's a, there's a pilot and at least one person there to monitor the stuff while dad's down below. And then he picks up that person. And they went and dropped that person off. Then immediately there was a car accident in that same area. So they had to go back and like by himself, he had to go down, like pull people out of this car that was just like crunched. They didn't speak English very well. Some other guy was like trying to help, but like wasn't being helpful. By himself, he like had to do this crazy maneuver to get these injured people who have like broken bones out of a sunroof and then like wrap them up and get them back. Some calls are dark. Like that's like one of the ones that's like everything went okay. Like everybody was okay. But like there are some days like I didn't even realize as a kid when my dad would randomly just come home and visit during work, like in his uniform and everything. And I didn't know until like these last recent years where it's like, oh, he just finished a call where like a teenager like passed away or something like and like that obviously shake, shakes them up. And like they ha- they're they required to do like debriefings and stuff like that to like make sure everyone's like, OK, mentally. But yeah, I didn't even realize But then there's also, like, the crazy stories where they'll have to deal with the same drunk guy four times throughout a night. (laughs) They're like, God damn it, Frank. (laughs) Yeah, no. That was before the helicopter days. That's funny. Yeah, he's been in the helicopter, like, like five years or something. What's that uh, video? With Somebody the, did like a remake of the there's a helicopter and there's a spinning the lady woman. Spinning. Oh my yeah, god, dude! What yes. was like she was spinning and then somebody made like a video where they that. were the yeah yeah. Oh, I think yes, I did. I who is that? I don't know who did it. That's so crazy when they take a viral video and then like edit themselves into it like they're a part of it. Oh mm-hmm. my dog, and <laughs> 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 Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely like sending all the stuff about that old lady to my family's group chat. My dad was like, oh, they dang it. They didn't do the right maneuver to keep mm-hmm. it from doing that. Like, dude, it was just spinning. <laughs> yes, and it imagine, kept happening. Dude, and it's just loud and you don't know what's going on. Oh, my God. If she was she was unconscious, <laughs> then came to from the speed of the spin and then went back <laughs> out. Woke up. Yeah, she's now legally an astronaut, though. She passed the training. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. She woke up an astronaut. Yo, that's <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. Have you guys ever had like medical emergencies where you had to get picked up by like an ambulance or anything? Knock on wood. Knock on wood. No. Yeah. Never? Mm-mm. I once, um, one time, me and my sister were in the backyard playing with the sprinklers and the hose. We had a hula hoop, and my sister was like, dive through this hula hoop. And I was like, I can't. Wait, what do you mean? Like, she held it up like I was a fucking dolphin. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And like, I was like, okay, I'll try it. And I didn't think about, like, the landing. I was like, yeah, I'll just dive through it. Like, I didn't think about, like, no, I don't have feet on my head. I can't, like... So I dove through it and landed on my shoulder. Uh. And I was in, like, a lot of pain, like, screaming. <laughs> and my sister was so scared she called. the the And so, like, the paramedic showed up. And they, like, I was wearing this, like, weird swimsuit that was, like, short sleeve on the top. Mm-hmm. And they had to cut off one of the sleeves <laughs> to check if my shoulder was dislocated. Wow. But I was fine. <laughs> I was just a little bitch. It cost, not. like, $1,400. I know. <laughs> it's expensive. I know. It was tax dollars wasted. I'm sorry. What, and you, what does your parents do for a living? You don't know. I know your, like, your dad has, like, a... I don't know what my dad does, to your be mom, with you. Your mom has, like, a clothing... My mom, my mom, uh, actually, let's, uh, let's talk about Noah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, fine. We can talk. Okay. So, yeah, my mom, no, she, if, uh, if you don't, if you don't no, want to talk about it. No, I wanted you to go first. I was, no. I was going to talk about it. Oh, My parents work for first. the CIA. Yeah. Uh, no, my mom, my mom, she, it's very hard to explain, but when your piece of clothing, let's say, is getting made, you need, like, a person in the middle to 
find factories to make this thing. So my mom is the one that works with a bunch of factories in China and Bangladesh and all these places. She makes the product, but you know the the trade war is really fucking it up for her business mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. and a lot of people who export clothes from China. Mm-hmm. So Damn. yeah, it's really bad right now. So they have to go to other places to source factories. And my dad, I have no clue what my dad does. Uh, he says he's a consultant, but that can be a lot of different <laughs> yeah. things. Wow. <laughs> I'm a consultant. Yeah, consultant um, is either like someone who doesn't really have a job or someone who's secretly a murderer. I think, well, I think, my, <laughs> I think my dad is secretly a murderer. No, my I feel like my dad has done a lot in his career where he kind of just helps other people who want to start up their career and he kind of like helps them and guides them on like certain things um i have no idea but um, yeah my parents used to work together but my parents got a divorce so they don't work together anymore i know the vibes uh yeah i guess uh my mom got a job um working at the rams charger stadium it's pretty cool yeah they're the construction site she's like a a secretary i guess so my mom works at the the rams charger stadium and then my dad works i don't know the name of the business but he basically works in like refinancing mortgages and selling that type of shit it was really funny one time me and uh keith were driving back from a shoot in malibu and then we're driving the car we're like listening to music and we turn and we see that your dad is just driving in his like awesome convertible and he's just like hey we're like oh my god Mr. Grossman <laughs> what? what it was like seeing a celebrity holy shit dude really? your dad is like so cool uh, thank you You're... like like no like he was like <laughs> don't tell him Noah's that. dad is like a pretty <laughs> handsome dude you know and he's just like in his car and like he's got the top down and I was like wh- at first I was like whoa who's this Dilf <laughs> <laughs> And it was oh Noah's, God. and then I was like, wait, and then I was like, wait, that's Noah's dad. That's so funny. That's yeah. so strange. Only in Los Angeles. And then Angeles. I threw in my number. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm yeah. going to be your mom. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Did yeah. he like hug you really long to that accident? So yeah, you guys have it was, some chemistry. We, we have yeah. some history. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I remember. I will never forget. I wasn't even in the accident. Yeah. And yeah. he came in here. He's so excited like, you to okay? see you. Your da- you have a great looking dad too. Sorry. Oh, dude, our dad should date. <laughs> <laughs> I got a hot dad. You got a hot dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! I just suggested that my dad should leave my mom for your dad, and I f- I don't I feel bad saying that. No, now. are they going to be together forever? My mom and my dad. Yeah. Um, my honest answer is yes, because one of them is going to die realistically a lot sooner than the other. Oh, oh my god! What? Yeah, my father smoked for like forty plus years, which he's quit now. He hasn't smoked for like two he and a half years. <gasps> yeah. Wow. That's pretty crazy. That's wow. Cool. Yeah. Was it hard? Does he vape? No, <laughs> no, my dad. Is he jewel? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but I think he, I think he has a medication. I don't know what medication. That's great. Good yeah. for him, yeah. dude. That's really crazy that you like think about your parents' lives like that. Well, yeah, yeah it is it's really dark. <laughs> That's how I think about my own life. <laughs> yeah. Who do you, who, who's gonna die first, you or Tiffany? I don't know. <gasps> oh. I don't know. That one's hard. That's we awful. we both might go out at the same time because I drive such a tiny car. Oh, you guys, are, just, you guys, <laughs> you guys spend most of your time in your car. Yeah. If I'm driving somewhere and like someone else isn't paying attention. Like, God forbid, I'm not paying Didn't you attention. fall asleep one time? One time, yeah. 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 Ever since then, I'm not driving late again. No, never never going to Bob's no, Big Boy dude. that late again. Have I told the story on this podcast about falling asleep driving? The one where, like, I woke up from a hallucination? Oh. Whoa. Oh, my God, dude. I was so tired on the road, like, one night. Like, not okay tired. But I just wanted to get home. And I, like, I remember my boyfriend at the time. Normally, I'd call him to help him keep me up. But he, like, didn't want when to stay was on the this? phone. Like, when I had Django. So oh. like in like a like a year ago, and I think I was still in a relationship at the time. So 
But uh, yeah, I was so tired one night. I was so, like, I was like ten minutes away from home on the freeway, on the uh, freeway, fast lane. I was, it's so dumb, guys. If you're tired, like, don't. Pull- yeah, like pull over and like either rest or like have someone pick you decision. up. Like that is just as dangerous as drunk driving. And like, bad. so I was so tired, and I remember I started to drift. I don't remember starting to drift, but all of a sudden, I see Django in the road in front of me, and I like shoot awake. <gasps> I shot awake, and so it was literally like Django had saved my life. That's because so I, I, my, I hallucinated that I like basically was having a dream that I was about to hit Django with mm-hmm. my car and that woke me up. Oh my god, that's, that's crazy. so scary! I'm so sorry. No, I mean, yeah, and then right after that, what like three cops drove by, past. Mm-hmm. Wow! Mm-hmm. Like, could you imagine mm-hmm. what that could have been? Mm-hmm. You no, know, yeah, guys, be safe driving. Yeah. It's yeah, be safe, dude. I had a weird thought earlier. If I could just like yes. kind of express, because you were talking about eating healthier, not trying to randomly transition. Mm. But you made me think of, like, something that I might sign myself up for, and that would be health prison. If I could just for, like, two <laughs> is months. Is that a real thing? I'm going to make it. You should start a company called business. Health Prison. I'm going it's on Shark LA. Tank Australia. There's rehab for everything. Yeah. It's going to be health prison. Uh-huh. And you're forced there. Once you sign up, mm-hmm. once you volunteer, it, you can't get out of it. For and for months, that, we and for that you. I'm out. You, you're committed. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's going to be $2 million for 1% of my company. And for that, I'm out. Oh, shit. I think what you could do is just hire a nutritionist. No, no, no. I want health prison. I don't want any way to get out of it. My friend is doing this thing called Parsley House where um, you go and you test for all these uh, things that you're allergic to. And then a nutritionist will help you figure out what works in your body. Because some people like like, like bell peppers are inflammatory vegetable. Inflammatory or anti-inflammatory? Inflammatory. Oh, and um, and it's it's just good to find out like what your body can have and what because everyone everyone's body is very different. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can look Damn. into that, and it's covered by insurance. That's really cool. Yeah, parsley house. Mm-hmm. That's really. There's cool. like many of these like new mm-hmm. like nutritional. Speaking of food. Oh my god, I love food. Thinking about what we think about doing a friendsgiving or yeah what? yeah okay so I oh, really snap. so let's I I either want to do like okay guys this is <laughs> I love to host and I love to like. I just I just love like planning things with my friends and I I just I just want to be Martha. Stupid. You want to be oh, okay. <laughs> Any like, Martha. You and your mom both are like that. Oh yeah, my mom is so like that. Like mm. I remember her choosing the house that she lives in because she wanted the space to be like I want everyone over and you know like growing up I had so many people come live with us for like year six years at a time i had a brother for six years and he still is wow because my mom was like come live with us because Aww. he had nowhere else to live and then i and then after him was another brother that came and lived with us and like another sister that came and lived with us i, I just i just love hosting things anyways uh yeah friendsgiving would you guys rather do like a dinner or should i do like a big thing and then because i have a roof at my apartment i was thinking about i'm just rambling now so what like do you guys want to do barbecue like a roof yeah thing? like a roof i was thinking like I, I was gonna i was gonna call up the paella man where he comes and he like cooks a big paella for everyone. What's wow. a paella? It's like a Spanish like rife. What's a rife? It's like just like this big <laughs> like it's like the size of this and then they like have like this rice and they put like a bunch of things on it and they cook it and it's like crispy on the bottom oh. and it's really really wow. delicious. We could do that as a friendsgiving or we can just like do like a restaurant that friendsgiving. Okay, both of those sounded amazing, but I've never experienced a pa- paella? Yeah. Paella. I love that word. Paella. 
Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. that one. Simple. That one. I would invite so like sorry. a bunch of people over. Like everyone can come because it's like huge. Mm-hmm. It feeds like fifty people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. I mean, we talked about doing like a, a special, like that one special restaurant. Oh yeah, that yeah. we all go to, and and we last time we did that. Talking like, about Denny's, right? Yeah, yeah talking about Denny's. We would get Grand Slams. Love Denny's. Last time we did that was like before this new chapter was like us. We all got yeah. at that same restaurant. Remember, we bought like four hundred dollars. Like, oh, that was the champagne. previous because there was the time with Ian and everyone. And like, do you remember the one with the Ian the, with the Dom Perignon? Yeah, we got you like they, bought a bottle of. You Dom. were there. I was. You I there? were there. Was I there? Yeah, and then it was fifty percent off. That's why we bought it. If you guys, oh, if yeah. it was two years ago, I couldn't have drank it with you. No, wait, no, no. Wait, was he not there? It was like, it, no, you were definitely 21. It was, uh, no, I remember you were there because you had coffee while we were waiting for everyone. And then when we sat down, we, oh yeah, it you was did like, have it. It was like a couple months before the shutdown. Wow. It was I've like, got bad memory. But yeah, we, we could do that. Let's do that. And then. Um, the bottle of Dom. Just Dom. We'll Dom just be kidding. having that. It was my first time having oysters too. Oh, we had oysters. Did you have oysters? There's no way. There's you no. Were I would have remembered having there. an oyster. You were there. I must have gotten hammered beforehand. That's no. obviously what happened. No. <laughs> it was you know, so much fun. It was this. Yeah, before the shutdown. Yeah, and then and then like during like in the winter time, it was like around the holidays. I we also still Christmas had another time. Yeah, and we still had another. We had a Christmas-ish dinner, too. Yeah, that was really sweet. I love, like, candlelit Aren't we working out on Friday together? Yeah, also. We're trying oh, yeah. to get a workout Possibly class together. Possibly doing some hot yoga. We are I'll friends you know outside of this room. Yes. So, Noah, you got your clothing line still going. And oh, I, yeah. I love that you... Some, some simple stuff. Did you draw the avocado design, by the way? Uh, the original one, I guess, but no, not this. No, there's people who are much better at that that do but that. But you came up with the avocado with the tree coming out? Yeah, yeah. For for what that's worth, I was like, I like avocados. I wait, like I just... I trees. cut you off when you talked about your food prison. So, wait, why oh. did you want to eat healthy? I Just because you were... Because when you were talking about eating healthy, I was like, damn, it'd be really hard for me to stop eating hamburgers. You mentioned your dad. He's mm. super old-fashioned. What if he just went to health prison? Well, he, he, the only thing he can eat for two months is healthy stuff. Yeah, maybe. And then he's forced into being in a small room. I don't think it's Try a good Beyond business. Try Beyond Meat Burgers. <laughs> Try Beyond Meat Burgers, too. I don't, but see, I don't those know if those everywhere. are healthy for you. They're not healthy for you. I think, but... I think past not eating meat, it's about, like, straight up redoing your entire mm-hmm. nutritional intake. But you're still so young, so you can. They're yeah, so right. young. I'm just saying I don't have the, the discipline. I feel like I would need prison. <laughs> Noah, you are so beyond your years, but yeah. more in a way that like you seem so like you have seen it all. Like is the vibe. <laughs> Thank you you know nice. more about taxes than anyone. I don't really. I've just <laughs> like had to pay them. I've been pretty <laughs> upset about it. Like them. like you you know so much about financial stuff and politics and conspiracy theories oh thank you yeah we haven't heard you, you like so rant in a while what's like are you just not into that no stuff anymore? no are you just not into ranting anymore no no it's it's okay and this is me just doing what i'm doing ryan finnerty's gonna laugh because he's heard me rant so many times yeah. about random ass shit it's just <laughs> like my rants are now just a little bit more national conversation and or like obviously not being talked about because that's the that's, that's the, the plan that we're thing. not going to talk about the green new deal the only people talking about the green new deal right now is fox news and that's so that they can define the conversation and then we can all pretend like it's not a good idea or not something we need to do and it's not like we only have 10 years before we have a 50% chance that Wait, you're saying Fox News, the they're the only outlets that talk about it? That are ta- uh, when it comes to mainstream like news media that's talking about the Green New Deal on the idea of, and that's just a piece of policy that I'm picking. I don't really know much about legislation or anything like that. I just know that key term and the people supporting it and mm-hmm. what it means is an attempt to stop the globe from dying. But, uh, but yeah, as far as like politics... I, I guess my conspiracy theories about politics and my rants were mainly just based around the fact that 
it's very obvious that conversation is skewed, that certain interests are protected, and that it has been essentially since the beginning of America, kind of rich versus the poor. And then kind yeah. of from that, every conspiracy theory that's not really a specific conspiracy theory like JFK assassination type conspiracy theory, but more like, oh, there were plans by rich people in order to kind of make races not like each other, like to kind of come up with racism and to kind of have a slave class and, and these to rich not people give are, them rights. Or, and these poor people are defined by not not their political No, stance, just by right? their actual yeah. wealth and, and mm-hmm. their quality of life. It, it's always been those who are given a low quality of life versus those who have everything. I think it's like interesting because social media and the internet and just having access to stuff has made like if that's like what that stuff is true like that having the internet and people having access and being able to communicate so much faster it makes all that stuff more apparent and like harder to hide but it's it's, yeah it's still surprising i think it's like with social media i feel like it has its benefits but it also sometimes i feel like it segregates us. there's too much internet it's much more negative than it is positive because it's like the exact same situation it's like okay facebook can partner with anyone or have their own ideas of what is politically correct or not politically correct or fact or not Mm. or just on the base idea when was it ever okay for a 13 year old to have access to talk to a 55 year old and that 55 year old (laughs) can pretend to be another 13 year old like obviously that how are you going to stop that but when it comes to like the base idea of like wow social media or these sites where we get a meet up like there was never you could just lie about your age it was the wild west of the internet it's just obviously that it was rushed in order to make money and not actually a service designed to protect anyone Mm. or really like and not that they had the idea of where they were going to be 10 years from now but as it's happening you kind of got to be like like, oh shit, whoa. Yeah, I don't even, like, do you is think... Is ISIS communicating through this? Do like, you think websites like AIM, like, knew what they were going to become? Like, you you know, I mean, AIM I isn't know. what it is anymore, but, like, because I remember, and I feel like a lot of kids did this, where I was, like, I had the AIM AOL Instant Messenger and, like, the buddy list and everything, but, like, going into chat rooms filled with people mm, you don't know. know. Mm. I would totally. I used to pretend to be like a twenty-five-year-old. I wonder woman. if I and wonder if I that was. That's crazy. Because I remember when Instagram first started, there, the Explore page was just popular people on the Explore page. But now your Explore page is literally what you like and what yeah. you want to see. It's mm-hmm. freaky, you know. And it's it's so interesting. It's just like targeted towards what you like, and that's why I'm saying like things are just so separate now. Yeah. Because uh, guys, it's it's this is the conspiracy theory part of me, but it's been like the plan from the get-go is the understanding, and it starts from like. In my, I don't, I'm not fully educated. My worldview would be starts with like Google and really from the US government, but the idea of trading and gathering information on the average person and how it can be used. And that expands into like social media and how it's used. Like Facebook, it started as college friends getting to know each other, but like look a little deeper and it's kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, why did you guys know that you were going to track information and sell it for targeted ads and also work Wait, with Wait, you're saying this happened before? As, as Facebook is developing, what, what I'm saying is as Facebook develops, it, my conspiracy theory, Not I'm using that term even though it totally delegitimizes what I'm saying. No. It's just From what you stuff th- that I've heard and read, literally Facebook integrated um, an NSA-style program. It, it, it's architecture. So the NSA was gathering information and wanted to gather information on the average American. Facebook was a service that mm-hmm. was starting to open up to the public. Mm-hmm. And through basically backdoor government funding, Facebook was able to grow insanely large and then have 
the ability to gather more there information. There was funding for Facebook, you think? Yes, at least like looking the other way for what they're doing legally. And because they were trading the information to both people who could use it politically and then also like large companies that were using it to target mm -hmm. advertisers mm -hmm. to be able to gather information on the public. Like it's all kind of I just got... half Edward Snowden shit. Like that's yeah. kind of what Edward Snowden has talked about is like how the NSA was kind of ingrained in everything mm -hmm. we were doing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I just like I feel like stuff... I didn't make sense. I'm no, sorry. I, I, no. no, I totally... I'm not fully educated I followed... on it. It's just all well, some shit going I mean, on. That, Facebook is and that's a disclaimer in itself. Like you're you're making an effort to read these things. And like that's that's something like that scares me and gives me anxiety every day is like there is so much information. There's so much to keep up with. So it's like I will spend hours on social media and still feel like I'm behind on stuff. Or then it's like, well, then I just wasted five hours on Twitter and Instagram when there's like so so much going on in the world that I don't know about. We're just, just not reading the disclaimers. Yeah, you got to just pick certain sources that are, for me, I do like mainly publicly funded sources. So a lot mm -hmm. of it, for me, I find a lot of my news through the KPFK organization, mm -hmm. um, which is started in like 1958. It was funded by pacifists after World War II that they were like, okay, how do we make none of this happen again? We didn't want to fight. So they mm -hmm. banded together and they opened up like five stations, the <laughs> largest ones in California, obviously, because we like that type of politic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but places like Democracy Now and then like individual mm -hmm. people that I follow who have their yeah. own kind of shows that like form. It's more about forming your, your worldview. At this point, there's too yeah. much information to be 100% informed about right. it. And we're at a point where everything has a minimum two ways to look at it. So as long as you have a clear worldview of the values that you support and the world that you want, you can kind of from there not sift through what you want to be real and what's not real, but sift mm -hmm. through to like what is actually happening. Cause everyone can say like, oh, there's a riot happening in Ferguson. Mm -hmm. Okay, every, everyone can report that stuff's on fire, police are there, but why is it really happening and mm -hmm. what is really happening? Mm -hmm. And then from that, you gotta choose your source. Yeah, mm -hmm. choosing your source is very, very important. It's, I think I feel the the amount of anxiety I do because we have such like a large influence. So it's like, it's a, it's a responsibility in a way for us to to like be educated and to like have knowledge on that kind of thing. It's 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 kind of it makes me nervous cuz I'm like I am I doing enough? Am I am I like cuz like I want to be able to speak out on things. And I'm like what if I'm wrong? Like what if I'm what if I'm like supporting the wrong brands? Like I I've literally lately like when I like cuz for me when I like like a brand, like a makeup brand or a clothing brand, I like to commit to it and like whenever I need shoes, I'm going to always stick with that one brand. Mm -hmm. But, like, I'm now nervous. I'm, like, trying to do research. I'm, like, does this brand have any right, controversy? Right. Like, are do they support? Like, I was really disappointed. Like, I don't use Uber because, I mean, I'm not trying to. I mean, like, they used to have a really bad work environment for women. And I was, like, fuck that. And now mm -hmm. I only use Lyft. Like, I, and then I heard. And it really was really disappointing when I heard, like, controversy about Nike's work environment with women. Like, that sucked. But that seemed to be, I don't know if it was, like, debunked really quickly or fixed really quickly. But it's, like, I don't want to support. It's, like. Like, makes me nervous because people come after you sometimes online like you're supporting this clothing brand that's mm -hmm. racist i'm like fuck i didn't know that like mm -hmm. i don't want ever want that to happen yeah i think it's like the, the a balance i don't know mm -hmm. it's it's my term for it would be or what it is is cognitive dissonance like we're all americans we're all in the first world we all mm -hmm. have access to the capital market and we consume what the rest of the world produces whether they wanted to or not and we inherited a country that was stolen from people through genocide and terrorism we were built on racial terrorism by stealing people and causing mass genocide famine like diseducating destroying people's cultures like it's really what it is and it all formulates into this joke that is like a shoe like the history of people and everything all goes into like now we're just kind of trying to 
sell shoes, mm-hmm. if we're looking at Nike or anything, yeah. it's like, great, now there's this group of people that are being oppressed in the same way they were for their whole history, but now it's to mm-hmm. produce a, a shoe it's that's like been marked up. Yeah, iPhones. People, people literally want suicide. to jump, So they put up nets instead of like having a, a positive work, work environment. environment. Yeah, so scary. That's this thing too, like, I want to be able to do the research, but it's like, how do I know if I'm getting the clear internet search up of what I want to look at or for whatever's tailored to me? Because that's scary. Yeah. I, I think you're I only getting what's truth. tailored for you at this point, I unless know. you were to like turn off location services at all point and yeah. have like a completely new router, use a VPN and make sure that you never logged in with your name and like yeah. never connected your iPhone to it. Yeah, like, dude. But honestly, that doesn't even work because if your iPhones buy it, they can probably just like assume. There's, there's random things. They're called like stingrays. They found a bunch in New York that were by the Israeli government. They were spying, but the United States has them everywhere and it forces your phone to connect to it. So they always have your location. That's so scary. Bro, there's crazy stuff. I was listening to Edward Snowden since like 1987, AT&T and then other companies follow, but they've been tracking every single phone call ever, every thing any American mm-hmm. has ever done on any AT&T device and then expanded the entire world since 1987. But don't you think that's also like if, if they have such a you know uh, insane track record of what we do and what we talk about and all that then how did certain attacks happen when without them stopping that that goes into like much deeper like policy and bureaucracy when it comes to like okay who is going to profit off of things and stuff like that like obviously Uh, if we're going to talk about something and i'll I'll go there i don't give a shit uh because obviously i'm this person if we're talking about 9-11 like no i don't believe that there were bombs in the tower but what was happening was that there were legitimate tips given by other foreign intelligence agents if foreign intelligence agencies and instead of our agencies of counterintelligence the fbi the nsa the cia all working together in one unit they all actually kept the tip to themselves kept the information to themselves because they wanted to be the one to get the bust and get the extra funding by stopping the largest terrorist attack but ever. But they didn't stop it. No, because they didn't communicate. And so what they said in their own report, internal report that was then given to Congress, they said, listen, really what happened was there were too many bureaucratic blocks. We didn't exchange our information. We didn't do this. And they could have, they just didn't. And so then they came up with laws like the Patriot Act and things like NSA mass surveillance so that they said we weren't able to communicate. We need to make sure that we can have access to all the information we need to. And it was actually a power grab because they didn't want anyone to know. They kind of could have stopped it if they just communicated with each other. Mm-hmm. If the FBI worked with the CIA, worked with the NSA, they would have been able to at least mm-hmm. have a real effort and not have to hide the fact that they didn't do everything they could have to save, you know, upwards of, I think, over 3,000 Americans. So uh, where do you learn, where do you read this That's stuff? directly from Edward Snowden. That's directly from uh, him I, on I, what I he found. But I know that the, the tips, well, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many documentaries too, and they, mm-hmm. they, they interview uh, people who work for the CIA. And but that's they all what knew Edward that Snowden... Sorry to cut you off. Uh, off of all those tips, sorry, just to clarify, that's something recently that I saw. He was on Joe Rogan, and I don't watch much Joe Rogan, but he was on it, so I was like, I'll watch him talk for two hours. He said that the one thing that he found was a report that was different between what the public knew about the situation. So all the tips that we all know through conspiracy theory videos, like, oh, this is probably what happened, this is probably what happened. Apparently, there was a separate document that states what happened, but this time with people's names about who knew what, who knew what, when and where, and when he saw that, he was like, oh, it was really like... I cut you off for no reason. You're no, no, no. I think no, no. You know, I mean, it's just it's a lot. Sorry. It's dark. See, that's a tough thing too. Is like you want to be educated and learn everything, but it's like that's so heavy, dude. No, I that like that makes me understand a little bit more why you seem like run down sometimes. Is it's like because you're immersing yourself, and it's like you got like it's important to know what's going on, but it's like there's so much wrong going on mm. that you can't personally do anything about that like it really affects you our makeup artist um she 
is like super like she's a vegan she's an advocate for like animal rights and like just trying to cruelty like, free makeup human rights and she 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 goes to protests she volunteers like and sometimes like i would see her like she had been crying the night before just because there's so much Mm-hmm. wrong in the world and there's nothing she could do mm-hmm. and it's like dude don't ever like turn a blind eye like don't be ignorant to what's happening around you but like there's gotta be like a safe in between of like so being aware and yeah I, I think what made me bring it up was you talking about the difficulty of like you know if a brand wants to work with you or even buying a pair of shoes or wearing certain things mm-hmm and how, like, people might have a viewpoint of that brand or that brand might be, you know, actually causing oppression or racism or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to support it. And that's, like, the difficulty. I, I relate to it the exact same way. It's the same pressure of being educated on any topic. It's, like, the only way out is to try to have your own point of view on it. Mm-hmm. And it's, mm-hmm. like, for you, like, you don't eat meat, but, like, you're going to not offend people if you're at a table because some people say like oh you're a vegan so what if i like invited you to thanksgiving in my house like you're not going to touch it i'm so offended like the (laughs) issue is like these point of views that try to be universal like really the answer is like an individual finds Mm -hmm. their place on the spectrum between the two extremes that are like the heads and tails of yeah i I think it's, it's your perception it's your definition of what you find that identity to be you know i don't think someone can be like oh well if you're saying you're this then you can't do that it's just like no this is my version of what i think is right for me and mm-hmm. i think so many people are very judgmental now of like oh you're you're a democrat then you have to do you have yeah. to believe in these things or you know what i mean like now i feel like it's just like hey what about just understanding a person i remember yeah. and i can totally say i i remember when you know anthony is vegan and i remember someone telling me that you know he loves these boots but he'll only buy it off of ebay when someone else buys it mm-hmm. so he doesn't feel like he's contributing to he's the demand contributing this. yeah and i get it now because it's like okay well this works for you and you don't feel yeah. as guilty because it's it, you you weren't the person who yeah. purchased it someone else selling it i get it yeah Yeah. because i used to be really confused about that when i learned that too but it's like i think the one thing that i learned because i I did eat only vegan for eight months you don't have to be like i'm vegan it's not committing to a religion you can like some people like yeah i try to eat one vegan meal a week like people it's like you can try a vegan Mm -hmm. diet for a day like you don't have there's no committing like like you're not like branding yourself as Mm -hmm. anything by trying stuff yeah that's something too it's like i feel like the world is slowly learning that everyone's different, and there's no black and white. Yeah, there's never just That's black and white. stereotypes are dangerous. Yeah, yeah. There's and there's one there's one movie quote that I love. I I reheard it the other day, and it's like if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. So just like knowing what you believe in and and, mm-hmm. and figuring that out on your own instead of just like like oh someone else is doing it, then I'll do it too. Yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. like but it's it's there's that pressure because like social media you see that people that you look up to are doing this one thing so you're like yeah. oh uh, I want to follow this person that I inspire to be like or aspire yeah. to be like so. Yeah, the movie was Sucker Punch. It's pretty corny. Wow. It's a pretty corny movie That's a lot pretty of women funny. in that lingerie. That is not the movie that I thought that line would come <laughs> What'd from. What do you think it would be from? Like uh, remember like, the Rambo Titans. or something. Yeah, yeah Rambo, yeah. Rambo. Yeah, I know it's Sucker Punch, which I realized there's a lot of movies like that that when I was younger I like I was like I love this movie. It's like oh, it's a lot of hot women and that's why I liked it. <laughs> that's a lot of movies, a lot of characters I realized. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think that's people, a whale. People watching Did, what is it? can see this, but people listening, oh, Olivia okay. has a little tiny, uh, like seal stuffed animal yeah. that she's been hiding in her shirt this whole time. I love him. 
I found it in San Diego, and they said it was for babies. So naturally, I bought it for her. This is a weird segue. I just, like, really want to talk about, like, clothing lines that I can back or companies are my friends. I Do you guys buy other YouTubers' merch? No. Ever? No, People kidding. that I know. I, yeah. I, I, I don't really buy things. What? That's not true. I don't know. I feel like I, 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 like this is vintage, like everything. But you purchased it. I did purchase it, but it's not merch. Mm, I feel like merch. the only merch I would buy is probably David Dobrik's merch that say <laughs> yeah, clickbait on it. You've oh been really on the David Dobrik thing lately. I think he's, me and my boyfriend, we, we, we lay in bed and we watch it. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. I haven't watched him in a while. I, I remember when he first started, when he, every he had 200,000 subscribers and every video would get 200,000 views. And I was wow. blown away by that. Now it's Look all at him very now. different now. But um, yeah, that's. But then I watched more since then, but not not lately. Mm. Is it good? Oh, it's good. It's crazy seeing Nick Yuhas doing content yeah. with him. I know because he used to do content with a Smosh Lab, mm-hmm. and it, like I think because he does this on his channel too. He has like he has like a handful of experiments that he kind of like shares with different people. Yeah. So it's crazy seeing that foam bottle experiment yeah. be done in like ten different times with ten yeah. different people. I'm like, wait, and then and then I and then I like, actually showed, I showed Sam. I was like, no, he did it on our show first. Yeah. And then the loud like and then the uh, the the hydrogen or no the the helium stuff. Oh, the different weighted. Oh, I wasn't yeah. there that day. Yeah. I was sick. Dude. That's when I was sick. That and when you guys did the sand. The liquid sand. The oh, the liquid. We are the pioneers of smosh of science of, of science YouTube on YouTube, science. <laughs> dude. Though that show, the, all those shows were like quite the experience. Oh yeah. yeah, I yeah. We had sleepover and we had whoa nature show. And you put my mouth. Put in my mouth. Uh, day jobs. <gasps> oh yeah, we did day jobs. Day jobs. Yeah, I, I loved it. That jobs. one was really fun. We didn't like stop it because we didn't like it or anything it was like it was obviously expensive because we would literally have businesses like stop what they were doing for a day or like Mm -hmm. hire someone to come in to do that stuff and the production was super high on those, but those were really mm-hmm. fun. The I love doing the, was like It's my actually favorite. really funny. The I just was my favorite. <gasps> the pupusas, the so kids fun. were my favorite. The kids, oh yeah, you were really sweet with They're those kids. They're so cute. I love kids. That was a really fun. Time. I love day job so much. We yeah. did. Uh, what else did we do? We we uh, oh uh lifeguarding. Oh lifeguarding. That was not my favorite. That one was weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like anything where I have to be wet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, agree. yeah. I get cold so easy. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I get nervous, like, with food shows. Mm. Like, put in my mouth, like, was my time to do it, my time to shine. Like, I, I kind of, the reason I'm actually hosting Eater to Eat It, believe it or not, is because I opted out in early stages of really? development. Mm-hmm. Yep, I didn't, I was like, because originally, so here's the hot secrets. Shane came up with this idea for a show called, the working title was Face Jam. Mm-hmm. And basically it was like, a food would be revealed and the first person to grab it and shove it in their mouth, it, it was like a weird competition type thing. Uh-huh. And then it basically got reworked and became Eater to Eat It. Mm-hmm. But like, I got nervous. I get nervous about foods that I don't, things putting things in my mouth that I don't know is going to happen. Also, like people fetishize like shoving things in your mouth, and I'm mm-hmm. just like not about that. Mm-hmm. I just get weird. I about love watching being those food. Like I that. love. I don't even think I, I. I don't even find it sexy. I watch B Loves Life. Do you guys know who B Loves Life no, is? No, I love a lot of oh spicy. Oh my ramen. god, B Loves Life is this woman. She eats crab legs. <laughs> oh, I follow. I saw a woman. Uh, she does. She does spicy ramen mukbangs. Oh yeah, I. 
it's so weird. I don't know why. I don't even like the sound of it. I just love that she's eating it, and sh- and like it's just like I love to watch it. Just That's imagining so how good it tastes. Me. I'm not even. I I don't know. It's just the way she's like eating it, and you don't like it. She's so carefree no. about it. For for me, I really enjoyed like watching things be cooked. So for me, my uh, version of that would be like all of uh, Gordon Ramsay's recipes online. Oh, mm-hmm. I watched that. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. I'll just go through those and just watch him like make a bunch of stuff like Have his pot pies and. Chopped. I used to watch a good bit of Chopped. Me right too. now, I just binge watched 15 seasons of Hell's Kitchen with my girlfriend. Yeah. That's a lot. Had, yeah. Oh, we had that idea for a video called like the Guacamole Games or like a food. Sh- we wanted to like have like who can make the best. Were we gonna do like a competitive like who makes the best cheesecake, who makes the best guacamole? Oh, I don't know. That was. I one feel that was like we. Around. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, I feel like I would win. Yeah, uh, when when I heard <laughs> that, it was before it was in that development. It yeah. was just like a one-time thing, but we I think it would be more fun stuff. as a food show. Yeah. yeah. I remember the the game, the some of those shows like were as fun as they were, were like exhausting. Oh, oh exhausting. Like day jobs, not so much because it was usually one video yeah. in a day and we were gone by like three o'clock. But like super stupid. Super, oh my God, I was so stupid. exhausted. After seriously super stupid sleepover, I would go home and not speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot yeah, of those dude. things. I, I remember, like, it was so strange because we would burn ourselves, like, oh my like, god, so hard. We put everything into. We would hosting, put. Ev- we would shoot like four or five. Even sometimes, try not to laugh. Back then, when we had to shoot like four of them back to oh back, my god. Or those were. We, and we only did that once. We only did like multiple, like back at the five. We only did it once, but we did. We did like. Sleep sleepover and shit. It was like that five was so in a day. Hard. Each one was about an hour, and there was like a whole thing. We you'd get in, get in pajamas, and like we would like need to get to know the guests, and then, like we this were doing the heavy sh- lifting of the show. Yeah, it was it was like, uh, and then sometimes not knowing what the games were until like moments before we started. It like was, that's really was, stressful. Yeah. And then, like, when it's a guest, you don't know, like... And you're trying to make them... Feel, uh, th- then that, th- then I realize, because, you know, like, Steve Harvey shoots, like, all of mm-hmm. his entire season in the span of, oh like, a gosh, week. Yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. can you imagine how exhausted... It's a, yeah, it's a professional it, host. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we were two young girls who'd, like, never done anything like that before. Yeah, we it was... given this responsibility. Did you feel that way after shooting an entire day? You were just exhausted? Oh, my exhausted? God. Uh, put in my mouth, we shot... Uh, I think it was on for, like, two years, so... You'd shoot, we probably like shot five in a yeah yeah Uh, it would be six and then so we would probably shoot every other week for god maybe 30 weeks and it would be six and five and six and five depending on the day and those days i wouldn't eat other than like the little bits Mm -hmm. that i had because then i would just keep throwing them up and then my body was like "Uh, you think you're gonna have lunch like bro you just ate like all these oysters prepared in a microwave and then like alligator lobster from like yesterday in a sandwich sometimes we would do sleepover one day and then put them out the next day and like a lot of those days where i was food girl i was Mm -hmm. always just like quiet because it's like i'm tired i hosted yesterday no thank you no that was so fun that helped a lot and that was a Good time experiencing trying food, mm-hmm. like, as that was. Oh, yeah. That and really I, opened up my palate. And I'm not going to lie, like, because we'd always have to... So, if you guys didn't know, we all had to be there supporting each other mm-hmm. during all of oh, our shows. Yeah. And sometimes I didn't want to be watching you yeah. put it in your mouth. Because I was just like, <laughs> I'm tired. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be laughing and clapping. Like, that's just, like, mm-hmm. I'm exhausted. But we did that for each other, and it and it worked so well. Because the it fact that us. you guys were there, the, the energy in mm-hmm. the room was just better. But at the same time, I remember saying to Keith or you, like, hey, it's okay. You guys you guys can sit out of yeah. this one. Like, you yeah. guys don't need to, like, watch. Yeah. Because we all yeah. knew how exhausted we were. And crews were huge mm-hmm. in oh, those yeah. studios. Oh, the like, crews were so nice. Oh, my gosh, they were dude. Amazing. 
like, where's Grant? I miss mm-hmm. him. Like, I love Grant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that was crazy. And then, like, especially if it was a show where it's just sleepover, like, people aren't popping in and out a whole lot. Like, it was just us and the guests and the games. Mm-hmm. And, like, god damn. The en- just, like, the energy level that we needed to maintain mm-hmm. that, that was, like, asked of us. Like, it's I don't know. It's different than any. I, I feel like I don't see that a lot on YouTube. A lot of people mm-hmm. I see on YouTube are just in their room yeah. mm-hmm. with themselves like, talking. Like, what TV show does that? Mm-hmm. Like, it's, yeah, it was a lot. And, like, yeah. a lot, it, it was, a, it was, for what it was, it was really, like, a lot of the time. It was very fun. Um, like, but as film shoots can be very stressful, like, sometimes the, it will, like, the video still comes out great, uh, mm-hmm. but like editing, editing is wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there there are moments where I'm sure like we like your your brain is fried and you're like ah, what am I saying? Yeah. That's why there are so many moments where we're so loopy and like just saying yep. random things because we're like at that point where we're like oh, I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Mm-hmm. And then you have to. That's why I like I appreciate these hosts on shows so much because what they have to do and it, it's really like being a chameleon to your like adapting yeah. to your guest and mm-hmm. like being funny and yeah. being like and like, for what hard. it was like starting out and like being thrown into that so early like good job on all of us like yeah, yeah. good job to all everyone of us. had to function at that dysfunctional place we yeah. all had to like i remember me like i really had to find my voice and myself because like you me keith we were and shane like we were all actors like we mm-hmm. did not know how to be personalities like that was so unnatural for me and then when people started hating on me for literally just like i'm just sitting there i'm like this is how a normal person acts Mm -hmm. when when (laughs) like literally you don't have to be like on like when i'm playing a game with my friends it is very normal to just be like i don't have to be making a joke every moment Mm because that's just not how I am in real life but um and soon I quickly learned like oh you really have to like find your voice your personality like your shtick and like now I feel like YouTube has changed too it's more about like breaking in the walls yeah like you don't always have to be like here's another punchline here's another joke and just it was so unnatural for me yeah (sighs) and like and and it was like I started resenting it so much like like I remember the early months of me part being in Smosh I was like reading the comments I'm like this is like so strange to me like I came here to like I thought I came here to to be an like to be making comedy sketches not showcasing like my person I because no one told us Mm -hmm. like literally I remember no one told us that we had to oh oh that we were that we were at least what I knew like I was I was an actor I was not there to be me I was there to play characters and play roles so definitely when our job became being us it was definitely like a a it was six to twelve month period of like complete discomfort and we had to not sw- knowing what's which happening. one like we had to like just mm-hmm. switch yeah and but, so like they got to watch you grow like uh, the audience got to see you like watch yeah. you guys like find yourselves on the internet mm-hmm. like, that's crazy yeah it's something that I've never like prepared for and I think like when other actors they talk shit about YouTubers I'm always just like you don't understand can you do this mm-hmm. like. I don't even think you would be able to handle mm-hmm. what like you're so used to reading lines off a script like can you can you can you stand on your own two feet and be a personality and be entertaining and mm-hmm. like and that's why when people like talk badly about YouTubers I'm like you have no idea the mm-hmm. work and the like 
mm-hmm. what you have to That's do. That's what I've learned, like, just on general, like, like uh, especially meeting some of the YouTubers, and it's like, okay, you can make shitty content, you can have shitty points of view, you can be this and you can be that, but in person you're someone else. And, and I guess giving people the room to be a whole person when it's like, okay, if you're a full person, like, maybe there's some parts I don't like and some parts I do like, but... I can't just discount people for what they do and what they do. Yeah, make and I think a lot of times, like, trying. viewers, they, you know, a lot of times there's so much of content that you see. It's almost like you, it's disposable. Mm-hmm. Like, you have this high expectation of, like, how um, you think that this video or this person that you're watching should be like mm-hmm. because, you know, you see so many of us. But, like, honestly, props to everyone on YouTube making yeah. videos because it's not, like, the easiest thing, like, or else mm-hmm. literally every... You, I mean, everyone does do it. It's it's not it's not as easy as it looks. No, because I mean, yeah, David Dobrik, like to bring it back around, like he made it very quickly. Like in his vlogs, he made it very quickly. It's like, oh, nothing is real. Like everything is a bit like like you think that oh that that Gabby show and Carly and all of them walked outside to see David Dobrik smoking a cigarette and like caught him. Like that was all like all a lot of that shit is planned. Yeah, and it's not easy. And no, like, it's yeah. And I, I, and it's so funny because sometimes, like, I was talking to somebody, like, adults, like, older adults who are, like, well-established already in their careers, and someone was like, oh, she does YouTube. And then you can see immediately they're like, oh, okay, whatever. I'm mm-hmm. just like, but you you don't know what we do, and you don't know the hard days where, mm-hmm. like, you're so exhausted and burnt out. Like, mm-hmm. it's very, very interesting. Yeah, to, dude. Uh, this job has taught me how to adapt mm-hmm. so easily. Like mm-hmm. nothing can, I'm like so strong, I think, me- mentally because we've had to do like challenging things, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. I remember during like Woe Nature show. They had strep throat the entire were, week. Yeah. And like our. You got it from a monkey. Our, <laughs> shouldn't have been kissing that monkey. I thought I was going to give it to the monkey. (laughs) Our AD, I remember she was taking pictures throughout the day and like a couple of them, she caught us like in between takes of like, like, okay, we shot the intro and now we're bringing in the animal where I'm just like, my face is just, I am not there Mm. and I look depressed. And like, I feel like at that time, I, I feel, from what I remember, like I was really feeling down because we were so exhausted and like, Mm. I felt very underappreciated at the time Mm -hmm. because like, I remember we were, that was day two of Woe Nature show. We were doing Smosh Lab the next day with Nick Haas. And, like, I remember, and I, th- I feel like I may have talked about this before, where, like, our director was like, hey, you guys need to be on for crew. Like, and that made me snap because it was like, dude, I'm doing everything I can on camera right now. Like, please just let me be a human for five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We weren't, yeah, That I remember that shoot was hard. But, you know, this is what makes us grow and become mm-hmm. stronger people. I felt so close to you guys throughout a oh, lot of those. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. And, and Courtney would stand up for me or I would stand up for, it, it was like we all like, not saying that the people that we worked with were, were evil or anything, but sometimes we just needed that support mm-hmm. from each other and be like, no, we're not doing this right now. I, mm-hmm. I, I get to have a break for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you know, th- this isn't us complaining because yeah, no, no, I no. had the time of my life doing that. And we that. grew from whatever that was and things are obviously extremely different now. Yeah. But like... I'm glad I, I experienced it with mm-hmm. you guys because we would just have each other's backs. And Question, or I guess question that I know part of the answer to, why would you guys say that the, the shows aren't around anymore well they're still on the internet the internet is forever. oh the internet is forever yeah <laughs> until skynet so they're comes. there just rewatch them different speeds it'll be different <laughs> um who knows what'll come back i think i just whatever we end up doing on to be something we're excited about and we want to do you mm-hmm. know if we're excited about something i mean i love watching when people are excited about something even when i'm not 
it's not something I'm super into. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say like for for put in my mouth, it it pretty much why it's no longer around or why it stopped was you ate everything. Yeah, I ate <laughs> all the foods there were to eat. No. Um. So we were able to produce a lot of episodes for Super Cheap, but it was really, really grueling on me. But I didn't even have any input. It was actually the the company trying to move a different way after like a year and a half, two years. It, it basically all ties into Defy not having money and losing money and then also spending too much money on other things. Yeah. But uh, they stopped putting in my mouth. And I think a little bit of it is because we weren't able to bring home a streaming award. So we couldn't like be <laughs> oh, in there. Oh, yeah. We couldn't like be in there, their new front kind of deal. Like we've got this show that's award winning. It's like, okay, if your show aren't doing well and we need to present something present something new mm. instead yeah. uh, even though streamies i would love to win 12 of them but i i don't necessarily yeah. think they mean anything but we well, lost to tiny hamsters eating burritos yeah we did so when They're it comes cheap. to using a lot of money to produce a lot of content and then you lose to tiny hamsters eating burritos <laughs> i think you go in another direction well i think in my heart y'all got 20 streamies oh that's Thanks. equivalent to one emmy <laughs> yes yeah, or or a full dollar if you recycle them exactly. it's a nickel True. each thank you guys so much for hanging out with me of course i love, I love you. you so much yeah. i love you guys oh my god what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck i love you guys <laughs> that was like the strangest part in a movie <sighs> the spell just happened <laughs> i'm in love <laughs> oh with everyone <laughs> I'm in love with you. I'm in love with my favorite coffee. I wasn't paid to say that. What about me? Guys. I'm not in love with you. Thanks for hanging out with the, we got half the Smosh Squad here. Thank you guys for hanging out and listening or watching. If you're watching, you see that we have been drinking my favorite coffee. It, we, it is at myfavoritecoffee.com. We got Olivia Noah's social medias. Check them out. Check out their videos. Their clothing is very awesome. If you want to keep watching the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel Smoshcast because on Wednesdays we have our highlights come out as well as the audio version on listening apps. And then Fridays, the whole video comes out. It's crazy, bro. Guys, we gotta get out of here. Okay, bye guys. I love you. Bye. Mwah.